I'm Tyler Merriam, joined by the Director of Athletics at South Dakota State, Justin Sell, who is unable to be in Grand Forks today. Busy man as he always is, so we get him on the phone. And uh, Justin, first off, how are things? Uh, they're going great, Tyler. Uh, obviously uh, in a pretty fun fall, so uh, uh, big games and big opportunities in front of us. You heard me say it, but I want to pronounce it to you one more time and get your thoughts. South Dakota State, the number one ranked team in the football championship subdivision. I mean, it's, you know, context, obviously, uh, for our guys in the locker room, for our coaches, uh, all of us have been around sports. You know, there's a lot of validating that has to be done here this fall and opportunities ahead of us uh, to, to finish this thing off and do, do something uh, historic. But uh, all the work that's been put in, uh, you know, the transition from D2 to D1 and all the just building and the opportunity to be the number one team in the country, I think it uh, speaks uh, volumes to our donors, our fans, all those people that have supported us, certainly what Coach Stig has built and uh, the work that our guys have put in. And then big shout out to our uh, football alums. I mean, they, they put in the effort to get us in a, a position to have a successful program and uh, to, to be able to win last weekend and take over the number one spot is pretty special. I remember you saying early in your tenure that, boy, when the men and women both go to the NCAA basketball tournaments, that's going to lift the culture and lift the stature of Jackrabbit Athletics to another level. You've also said, hey, when SDSU makes the the football championship game in Frisco and plays for a national title, that's going to change the look and the feel of things. And now you look at this, being the number one team in the country. Yes, SDSU was the number one seed in the spring playoffs of 21, but weren't rated number one. Now that the football team is rated number one in the country, how does that compare and what does that do for an athletic department as a whole and a football program when you have the number one ranked team? Yeah, I think, you know, uh, uh, context is always super important because I think not only uh, did we uh, jump up to the top and certainly from a fan recognition standpoint and, and ESPN and all the uh, places that cover sports, you know, you're, you're at the top of the, the polls and uh, people are taking notice. There's obviously a lot of conversations around the Jackrabbits and, and it's been building over the last several years, but I think you know, to play kind of back-to-back -back rivalry games and then to do it on the road against NDSU when they're ranked number one. And uh, obviously a lot of respect for that program and what they've accomplished over the years. And uh, just a, a, a opportunity again where you win win that game uh, and it, it just puts you in a different place. People are talking different about the university. And then, you know, uh, important. Today is an important game, uh, you know, because I think it leads then into homecoming week and, and getting everybody back. And you can just – you can feel uh, the Jackrabbit brand continuing to grow and the excitement around our program, the record attendance and all of the things. There's an energy uh, at our place that's definitely different and, and uh, continues to build off of itself. And uh, that win was big in so many ways because it was against NDSU because of you know what we're trying to do and the goals that we have in front of us and hopefully getting a chance to finish out this season and host games and Brookings. Uh, uh, that's a key. We know that to make a run in the playoffs. And so there are just so many moments, but it definitely is a, an elevation for our university. 
And to follow up on that, I've heard from a lot of people over the last few weeks talking about just what game days are like and how more and more people are tailgating and what that atmosphere is like. And then more and more people are are staying and coming into the football games because sometimes you'd have people tailgate and then leave, but everybody seems to be coming into the stadium as well. And all that's swelling. There's like a groundswell right now, which speaks to that record attendance so far, which certainly hoping to continue to build upon for the last two regular season home games but there is a different feel and you brought that up before too you can sense this about jackrabbit football game days at dana j dykow stadium yeah and i think they're, they're reflective of our university you know we're in a, a fundraising campaign where we're uh, attempting to go over half a billion dollars uh, to support the entire university uh, to, to see the pride that people have and their willingness to jump out and support all corners of our university athletics has a, a wonderful opportunity to help showcase uh, and, and further uh, pushing that uh, brand of what Jackrabbit, being a Jackrabbit is all about. And, and uh, you can definitely feel it every Saturday, but I would argue, and we've talked multiple times this fall, you can almost feel it the whole week, certainly before a home game, uh, definitely before we go play the Dakota Marker game. And, uh, and again, this week, uh, it's just it continues and continues to, to build and grow, and it's really, really fun to be around. What was it like being on the field watching last Saturday and the Jacks really up against it? I mean, down 21-7, could have been 28-7. The defense makes the big play late in the first half. And then in the second half, SDSU on the road against the then number one team in the country, scoring 16 unanswered points. Tell me about your perspective, what it was like to watch those final 30 minutes. Yeah, I think, well, first, you know, I, I'm, I'm a, a well-known pacer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how many steps did you put in? You know, I, I think I only put in like twelve or 13,000. So it wasn't, I'm wasn't shocked. Too, wasn't, yeah, it wasn't bad. I, I had, I don't know, a sense a sense of calm. It wasn't, you know, we needed to keep it close in the first half. They, I thought they played one of the best halves of football I've seen an NDSU team play in a long time. And you, you had to tip your hat to them and, and give them, certainly give credit. But I know our coaches – our ability to make adjustments. It didn't feel like we were out of the game and we got the ball first. And you just felt like if we could have something happen where we had some success that first drive and a couple things worked out for us, put us in position to get points. And from there on, it just it felt like, hey, let's just be us. If we're us, uh, we got a really good chance to win this game. And uh, obviously several of those drives could have ended up in more points. You know, I think uh, the, the margin was actually – smaller than it felt like on the field in terms of what we were able to do with the football, uh, how they weren't able to get off the field, uh, which is their MO. And uh, when they can't do that, it changes the dynamic. And you could just feel the crowd, you know, starting to uh, get a little tight and, and certainly a little quieter. And, uh, you know, that momentum shift was huge for us uh, in that third quarter. And uh, it was just really, really fun to see our guys execute at such a high level. And I just I had a tremendous amount of confidence. I I wasn't nervous. Our margin was, you know, pretty small. You know, we couldn't make uh, many mistakes in the second half uh, and we didn't. And it's funny, too, you mentioned that because, as I thought, a very similar situation to the reaction of the team after the game because 
John Stigelmeyer has always preached, hey, we're not going to run to that marker. And the first couple times the Jacks won it here in 16 and 17, I mean, man, it was a stream in the last 20 seconds over to that thing. And then it's slowly gotten less and less, and, and that was about as dull of, a, of an immediate reaction to winning the marker as I've seen the Jackrabbit football team have. And similar to what you're saying about yourself, I kind of got the sense from the whole team that it wasn't a, oh my goodness, we've done this. It was, yes, we've done this before, and this was what we expected to do. Yeah, without a doubt. And for, for a lot of us that have been around for a while, I mean, there were a lot of long days driving back from Fargo after a tough playoff loss. And uh, you know, and you felt like, uh, you know, we were building a program that certainly could compete and kind of what we did in the second half to them is what they did to us, uh, you know, seven, eight, nine years ago. And uh, to see that kind of turn around and then the level of expectation of our program, I don't think there's any doubt. Our, our two programs are very, very similar. A lot of same type of uh, student athletes uh, that do very well in school, good people in the community, and then they're really talented. And so when you go head to head with them, it really comes down to the guys making some plays I think that's part of what takes the nerves out for me is you got to go bang some hats and, and gain some yards and make the right play at the right time and it comes down to really who does that it's not it's not a game about uh, you know a bunch of blunders and mistakes or we hope they're off or we're off or you just got to go out and play good you got to stay in the moment and I think our guys did and that carried over that celebration it's like uh, we have a lot of respect for them you go over and shake their hand and and then you go grab that trophy and, and you enjoy it for 24 hours. And like you said earlier, uh, today is not uh, anything to sneeze at. It doesn't get any easier. North Dakota enters this game 4-2, and two, ranked number 20 in the FCS. And the Fighting Hawks look at this very simply. Hey, if, if they put together a winning streak here at the end of the year, everything's in front of them, they could be in the top eight uh, of the FCS playoff seating. And there's a lot of things still in front of them. So on top of that, number one team in the country coming in, UND coming off a bye. You know Bubba Schweigert and his teams always have some gimmicks and some trick plays. Uh, this is a game that's a, a scary matchup anytime you play them, particularly it feels like this time around. Yeah, I think you could have circled this, frankly, on the, the schedule early in the season because you're coming off of a, a really interesting stretch and then you get into back-to-back -back rivalry games. Uh, you know, the hitting is definitely always a little harder. There's a little more emotion. I thought our guys uh, really brought a business approach the last couple of weeks. Um, I don't feel like we've been overextended. Uh, so I think, you know, from a mindset, we're in a good place. Uh, UND is a type of team, especially at home. Uh, they're hard to they're hard to shake. You know you're going to be in again. This will be uh, probably into the fourth quarter. And uh, can you impose your will? Uh, can we run the football? Can we stop the run? Get off the field? It would be those little things that I think will make a difference. And they're playing really well. Again, we respect uh, their program. A bunch of hard nosed kids that uh, know how to get it done. And um, so this is one that uh, I know our guys aren't taking lightly. It's can you just dig into that energy bucket and and bring it and play uh, our level of football. And I think Tyler, you know, I spent some time the last several weeks talking to fans. And, uh, you know, for me, we've built this up well enough that our best level of football can beat anybody on our, our, our schedule. And that's a really cool place to be now. Now it's going out and kind of proving that. And that's what our guys have to do today. All right, a couple of things I want to touch on elsewhere, Justin. First off, 
the SDSU soccer team trying to lock up a top two seed and home competition in the Summit League tournament for next weekend. They round out the regular season tomorrow up at North Dakota State. They were here in Grand Forks yesterday. But senior day last Sunday for the soccer team, and I bring that up because that senior class with a win is 31 and 7 at home during their time as Jackrabbits. So for Emily Cameron, Abigail Caston, CeCe Lamangi, Carly Manding, Rachel Preston, and Maureen Tolley, that means they never lost a home game during their time as a Jackrabbit. And I can't even fathom that, Justin. I, I really can't either, I think, especially in that sport. I mean, it's just uh, uh, to have a team that's, uh, you know, hot and really on. Uh, to, we've got a lot of talented teams come in uh, to Brookings, uh, you know, and then uh, for, for us to be able to find a way uh, to not have any losses over that period of time. I mean, obviously, it's a national. Uh, we're up there in terms of streaks and, and home winning uh, percentage and uh, you know, credit to Brock and the and the group that he's brought in, and those seniors have been really key. Uh, and the, it's the culture; it's the culture that has been established, and their ability to carry that on and to bring some younger uh, players into the fold that have just done a great uh, job for for Brock and and being able to do that. And and we've been really good on the road. I mean, obviously, undefeated this season is uh, pretty amazing uh, at this point for a soccer team. I, I think there's two or three that are still in that position. So. Women's basketball coming off that run to the WNIT title last April, and they were voted earlier this week as the number 23 team in the Associated Press preseason poll. The Jacks have been in that poll before, but it's the first time going into a season that Aaron Johnston's squad has been ranked in the top 25. Yes, it is a preseason poll, but the ultimate of acknowledgement and recognition for AJ and his program when you get ranked in the top 25 even before the season has started. Yeah, and, and some of that certainly goes to history and what you've been able to do. A lot of it is the returning roster and the talent that we have uh, within our program. And I think the run to the w WNIT uh, certainly last spring and the teams that we were able to beat and how we were able to compete uh, warrants uh, top 25. And, uh, you know, again, like football being ranked number one, a uh, top 25 ranking in men's or women's basketball is – absolutely outstanding and something that we're all really proud of and lest we forget that the week of the hobos begins tomorrow because hobo day will be coming up uh, next saturday as sdsu returns to dana j dykow stadium the jackrabbits will host the sycamores of indiana state but hobo week on the way what are you looking forward to when it comes to that you know, it's just one of those uh, really special uh, uh, weeks that, um, you know, when, when you get the foundation meetings and uh, certainly uh, all the activities of homecoming week uh, with where we're at, uh, you know, in terms of uh, just uh, the feeling around the university, the, the fundraising that's being done, the energy that's uh, around campus. And, you know, Hobo Week gives a chance to really um, – kind of put a spotlight on SDSU and what we're all about and and really gathering, bringing people back uh, and enjoying uh, any time you put a bunch of jackrabbits together in, in any uh, function, game, event, uh, performing arts, arts center, it doesn't matter. Uh, we all love to get together. We love to celebrate what we're about. And, and I think, uh, you know, homecoming uh, week, that all comes together. And it's really neat when you walk into the office uh, at 8 o'clock on Monday morning, there you can feel 
uh, the energy and there's an anticipation uh, for what what lies ahead and a great chance to celebrate uh, past successes and, and a great chance to also look forward to future opportunities to, to add to what we're doing at SDSU. Well, this is certainly uh, quite a day for Jackrabbit football and uh, being number one in the country and having a chance to defend that position here today against a very good team in number 20, North Dakota. I know you're looking forward to it and should be a lot of fun. Wish you were with us here in the Alaris Center, but uh, enjoy things. And we look forward to sharing the booth with you in all of our hobo spirit next Saturday back in Brookings. Yeah, right back at you, Tyler, and uh, looking forward to a great day and, and just appreciate all those that have tuned in to listen and those that made the trip up to Grand Forks. And uh, let's go. Let's get another one. What another amazing opportunity to uh, build on this season. He is the director of athletics at South Dakota State, Justin Sell.